you are seeing, you are feeling what you couldn't feel. Your body is coming alive and you are having an experience of union. It is coming and you are connecting with the vessel for life that you are. And so it's a very non-linear process and it's a process of trusting what comes next. This is Aliveness, the show that explores how to create the changes you need to make to experience the sense of aliveness you're longing for and how the power of plant medicine can accelerate that process for you. I'm your host, Allison Crossweight, a guide and former psychotherapist here to empower you to break out of your old patterns, shift into a new state of being and ignite your aliveness. Healing trauma. What does it actually look like? You know, this is the type of question where it's so tempting to create a process because wouldn't we like to have a process? And there are definitely tools that help. But my view of healing is that it's by definition the experience of healing is a wild ride that is not always comfortable. And I think to layer a process on that gives an impression that it feels orderly is a mistake. Because even if everything is going in the clinical therapist's office, exactly as per textbook plan, According to me, the therapist, it does not feel that way to the client because healing involves powerful feelings and changes to our patterns and how we behave, which even when good, are not always comfortable because change isn't actually comfortable. And so when we talk about trauma healing, I like to speak about it experientially, which is that it's a wild ride. And so what you want to do is be really mindful of who you're trusting with this process. That's practitioners, that's friends and family that you share it with. This is a sacred process, and often, always, when we have a lot of trauma, we're not that good at having boundaries or discerning who might be good for us. And I am just in 2022, I started to get it, that the people that I trust my process to, I need to be able to feel a nervous system resonance with them, to feel their ground and be able to trust them. And I need to be able to say anything to them about my experience and not be afraid. So when we're afraid to share certain things, this doesn't create safety for us. And the tricky part here is that sometimes that's projection. Like I'm afraid to share something because I was shamed in the past. So figuring out who's safe, it's very tricky, but I really want to encourage you to take the time 
to feel the nervous system resonance and to focus on that stage two kind of healing as much as you can. And that anytime somebody, and believe me, I've learned this mistake the hard way over and over again, but anytime anyone kind of hooks into my desire to be fixed and makes a big promise in any kind of way, that's a sign I'm about to repeat a traumatic cycle. And it's probably not a safe environment. Here's another piece of the puzzle. Safe is kind of boring. It can feel a bit boring because safe is safe. And so really knowing that and erring on the side of safety for the deep work is really important. Our nervous system patterns can be a little addicted to stimulation when there has been a lot of trauma, which is, as we've discussed, almost everyone, because trauma is the inability to experience what is happening in the present moment. It is a separation from our aliveness, and we are, from a young age, conditioned out of the truth of our aliveness. Otherwise, the world would be very different from how it is, but it's not yet, but we shall see. So what, all that being said, what does trauma healing look like? It's different for everyone. I'm going to talk about trauma from a medicine perspective. The medicine amplifies some aspect of your experience. It could amplify physical sensations. It could amplify emotions. It could broaden your perspective so that you see situations differently or you see them for what they were or you see your role in them, this type of thing. It can give you spiritual information and connection to, say, guides or ancestors or existential realities. It can also enliven you sexually. And so the way that I like to work is we set an intention, as we've discussed, it's very important to have an intention. Then we take the medicine and we are on a journey, whether this is microdosing or full dose journeying, we are then on a soul's journey and we don't know what's going to happen, but something will happen. And usually we think it's a distraction. Why am I crying? I wanted joy. Or, oh my God, I'm having all these horrible memories. Or, oh, this is so beautiful in this moment. I thought there was going to be tough stuff here, but it's so beautiful. And our job is to stay with exactly what is happening. And so with my clients, we have an awareness tool that we formally go through to look at what is happening physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and sexually. This awareness tool kind of lets us sweep around and say, what is the area that's juiciest right now? If it's not already obvious, often it's very obvious. But at the beginning, as we're getting used to it, we want to see like, what is the area that we can focus on that can help shift things? So if somebody hasn't cried in a long time, that's a very natural first place to go. 
but there's all different types of areas that we can look at. We can look at our ability to sit in silence and meditation. We can look at our relationship to anger. We can look at our relationships to other people, our connections, our passions. We can look at our sexuality. We can look at our financial life. We can look at many different things and work with many different tools, all of which are helping us move the energy that the medicine is bringing up in the direction of our intention. And our intention is always from hyper or hypo arousal. So remember, hyper is the anxiety, the reactivity. Hypo is the collapse, the play dead. We come into the window of tolerance and we can do better than the window of tolerance. We come into the pink line of mystic union, which is the experience of being ourselves of aliveness, where everything else falls away and we are sustained. We're just sustained. If what you've been hearing on this episode is resonating with you, you may be wondering if transformational microdosing has the potential to change your life too. Transformational microdosing layers intentionality, ritual, and deep inner work on top of a microdosing practice to create the potential for permanent shifts in your way of being with yourself and others. I invite you to receive my free transformational microdosing guide, which includes all the ins and outs of microdosing, as well as how to set intentions, create ritual, and structure your inner work throughout your journey. I've also included stories from two transformational microdosers. The intention of this guide is to empower you to develop a deep and generative relationship with the medicine. You can find the link to receive the guide in the show notes or go to expandwithmicrodosing.com. And so everything we're doing, we're setting the intention the medicine is moving energy. We're using whatever practice feels right to us to help that energy move. And we're going in that direction. Because what keeps us from presence is the inability, the incapacity, the conditioning, the fear not to feel in our body, in our emotions not to see what's really happening. For example, if we have experienced violence at an early age of all kinds, emotional, physical, sexual, when we're very small, we for the most part cannot take in that the people who care for us, who we are dependent on, are hurting us. We very naturally believe anything that's said to us about our failings, about how this is our fault, or we just make that conclusion ourselves, that it must be a problem with us because to see the weakness in a parent is too much for us to take in when we're so dependent on them and when our world revolves around them. So mentally, we have a kind of rigidity and a closeness and we have to be able to see. And I remember when I first started to see that my parents had their own wounds. Like, 
Oh, it's not that I'm bad and I make them angry necessarily. And that's a simplistic example, but there's all these ways that we kind of feel like we're at fault when really we are raised by human beings. And in trauma, we can't see that. So the medicine is helping us see more. There's also the connection to the whole world that we don't necessarily feel. We're brought up in a very independent culture. We're taught to be good, to go to school, to take care of ourselves. And there's a kind of disconnection from the truth, which is that this is a universal force field of energy. And consciousness makes it seem like we're separate, but actually there isn't that physical separation or emotional or mental or spiritual or energetic or anything. Trauma, we get separated and we get taught these things like you have to work hard in order to be good enough, which, which separates us from the universe. It's like, I'm not good enough. So I got to work hard. And in, in all those energetics, I'm alone over here. So all of the ways that we see with the medicine more, and it's not just with the medicine, I'm using the medicine as an example, but this is in all healing practices as we see more, have these mystical experiences come into relationship with the natural world. Contemplation in the natural world is one of the most powerful practices with or without the sacred medicine. It is its own medicine to understand and to be taught by nature. So all of these things are happening. So we're recovering memories, we're having feelings, we're exploring our dreams, we're connecting with nature, we're having new perspectives, and they're all happening by layer of the onion after layer of the onion after layer of the onion. And the work is to stay as grounded and nourished as possible and just have faith that it's happening. And that's probably the hardest part is right at the beginning that support I'm giving people, that this is happening and you can just relax and ride that lazy river because this is happening and you're going around the onion and the healing is happening and everything that's keeping you from the connection with yourself, it is being pulled away. You are seeing, you are feeling what you couldn't feel. Your body is coming alive and you are having an experience of union. It is coming and you are connecting with the vessel for life that that you are. And so it's a very non-linear process and it's a process of trusting what comes next. And in support, in small groups, this happens very powerfully because everybody decides we're going to do this together and you can see it happening in each other and that grounds it in you. It's very challenging to do this on our own. It's of course possible, but we're built to do this kind of work in community and we can be such powerful healers and supports to each other as we heal ourselves. And each of us doing this work is so inspiring. I learn from absolutely everybody I support. And I'm healed by everybody that I support. If you would like my support, I would love to talk to you about that. 
Um, my website has a really great offerings page with a variety of different ways to gain access to this type of process that welcomes whatever comes up in whatever area. And this is something that I find really precious about approaches to the medicine is when they can really hold, this is my intention to hold all the different pieces, the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, not just one thing. We're not just talking and we're not just moving. We are doing it all in service of your healing and responding to what the medicine has to offer. So if you would like my support, alisoncrossway.com slash offerings outlines the wide variety of offerings that I have available. And I would love to talk to you about that. Look at the offerings and then click on work with me and there's an application and we'll go from there. If this episode of aliveness resonated with you, I would love to have you on my email list. alisoncrossway.com slash list. I send regular writing about how we can surrender to life and to the more that we know is waiting for us. I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on your podcast app. Reviews make it possible for me to connect with more people just like you who are looking for inspiration and guidance on their journey to create a full, juicy life filled with aliveness. Be sure to subscribe so you get all the juicy episodes to come. And if you have a friend who is deep into their personal growth and healing journey, share this podcast with them too. Now go out and experience the aliveness that's here for you today.